God wants to know how much did you value the price he paid to give you the free gift of salvation that you possess. Dr. Tony Evans says your level of thankfulness is no mystery to God. At the judgment seat of Christ, it will be revealed whether you were casual, committed, or fanatical. And the reward will be given accordingly. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. In the business world, rewards are often given to those who have demonstrated exceptional performance, innovation, or achievements. Well, in God's kingdom, believers can expect recognition from the Lord for the things they've done on His behalf. Let's join Dr. Evans as he examines the rewards of the judgment. Sports teams have a variety of types of fans. Some fans are casual fans. They support the team only because they live in the city where the team is. They're satisfied to know what the score of the game was, but not necessarily interested in watching it. And then there are committed fans. The committed fans, they want to make sure they watch the game. They want to keep up with how the team is doing and they can name some of the notables on the team because they're not casual about it. They can repeat the score. They can tell you what the season looks like. They can tell you who's up next to play. And they get emotional about it. They will cheer when something good happens and shake their head when something bad happens because they're not casual about it. They have a commitment to their team, good or bad. So they're casual fans, they're committed fans, and then they're fanatical fans. They're so crazy. (laughs) The fanatical fans... They'll miss church, not to miss the game. The fanatical fans keep up with the stats. They can tell you what happened and who did it and how it was. They, they after the game, will, will turn on ESPN, Sports Center, NFL Network to review what they just saw. They'll look at social media to find out what people are saying and how people are reacting good, bad, and ugly, they will get in an argument with you. If you view things different than they do about their team, because they are fanatical about the relationship. So sports teams have different kind of fans. Christ has different kind of Christians. He has casual Christians. Those who've accepted Christ at some point in their lives will reference him. They will say their grace. They will do a bedtime prayer. They will make sure they don't miss out on special events at church or otherwise. They will give a blessing in God's name. God bless you. And they will... They will do the minimum necessary for you to know that there is a faith somewhere to be located. But then there are the committed Christians. These are the faithful churchgoers who want to know 
what God says. They bring their Bibles. They want to understand. They will ask questions. They they have regular devotions. They they talk to God and they seek to include God strategically in major elements of their lives because they they're taking their faith a lot more serious than the casual Christian. They they understand that Jesus is real and he really ought to have some some play in their lives. They they give of their tithes and they they are they have a basic dependability they will serve in a ministry. So they are they have a level of commitment. So they're casual Christians. They are committed Christians and then they are fanatical Christians. These are people who are crazy about Jesus. These are people who who make you hear about Jesus when you don't want to hear about him. These are people who are not ashamed to be publicly identified with Christ and who will witness to non-believers about their faith and they will help correct Christians who are deviant with their faith. These are Christians who are willing to suffer the negative repercussions of their identification with Christ because they're not casual about it, nor are they merely committed to it. They're overwhelmed by their love for him. And it shows up all over the place. Sometimes these Christians can get on your nerves because they've been intoxicated with Christ. So there are different kinds of Christians. And God recognizes that all who belong to him are not equally committed to him. And so God has developed a reward system, a system of recognizing which level of Christian he's dealing with at the time of the examination called the judgment seat of Christ. To repeat, the judgment seat of Christ is not about salvation because that judgment is only for Christians. Only Christians participate in the judgment seat of Christ. The judgment for non-Christians is called the white throne judgment. But at the judgment seat of Christ, it will be revealed whether you were casual, committed, or fanatical. And the reward will be given accordingly. Paul is writing to the Colossians and he says, work heartily for the Lord in order to receive the reward of your inheritance. There are two motivations for growing from casuality to commitment to appropriate fanaticism. One is a growing love for the Lord. The more you fall in love with him and the price he paid to give you the free gift of salvation, the more you will want to serve him. The less you fall in love with him, the less likely you are to appreciate him and the less likely you are to heartily serve him. So your love for the Lord and hopefully growing love for him should incentivize service to him. 
Because when it comes to that, God wants to know how much did you value the price he paid to give you the free gift of salvation that you possess? So God wants us to love him, yes, because of the price paid, but he also wants us to pursue reward. Salvation is free. Rewards must be earned. Salvation is a gift, but reward comes from work. And so he speaks to Christians about pursuing their inheritance, pursuing the reward. Revelation 22, verse 12, Jesus says, I'm coming back and I am bringing my reward with me to reward every man according to what he has done. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13 says, the conclusion when all has been heard is fear God, keep his commandments because this applies to every person for God will bring every act to judgment, everything which is hidden, whether it is good or bad good or evil. So what God is wanting you and me and us to do is to live in light of the future, not only in light of the now, but to live now in light of the future. When you go to college, they ask you, what is your major? What do you want your major to be? They're asking you a question about your future. Because once you say, I want to be, let's say, a doctor, you can't then say, but I'm only going to go to school for four years. You see, those two don't match. Because you're going to have to go to medical school. So the once you say what you want the reward to be, the career to be, the income to be, then that's going to affect which courses you take. That's going to affect the length of time you invest. It's going to affect things once you make that long-term decision. Once you decide you want maximum reward and glory, it's going to affect choices in time. But if you don't have a great love and a high incentive for reward, then you'll be satisfied to be a casual Christian. But what are the rewards the non-casual Christian can expect? Dr. Evans will return with the answer when he continues our message in just a moment. Don't go away. We're designed for compassion, my friend. God's spirit of compassion resides within us. Join Dr. Evans on a 30-day journey with Creative for Compassion. Scripture, Dr. Evans' insights, personal questions, and daily kindness challenges await. Let's change lives, hearts, and culture. You can find out more about the Created for Compassion devotional guide when you visit us at TonyEvans.org. The lesson we've been listening to today is from Tony's new series, The Judgment Seat of Christ. In this collection of sermons, Dr. Evans takes a deep dive into what the Bible has to say about the day believers will stand face to face with Christ. Through these lessons, you'll be encouraged to reshape your life in positive ways, gaining more fulfillment and purpose as you demonstrate your thankfulness for God's goodness. There's a lot packed into this powerful series, and all eight messages are yours as our gift. When you make a contribution to help support our work here on this station and others like it around the world, you can get these audio messages on CD or digital download, along with an extra bonus, Tony's helpful booklet, Winning Your Spiritual Battles. This convenient reference guide can demystify the devil's craftiness 
and quell any fear or anxiety he attempts to place in the way of your marriage, your health, career, finances, virtually any area of your life. Visit us at TonyEvans.org before this special limited-time offer runs out, or call us at 1-800-800-3222 to get some in-person help from our resource team. I'll have our contact information again after part two of today's lesson. Here's Tony. So what are some of these rewards? What is God going to give you by way of reward if, in fact, you decide you want to be not casual, not even committed, but you want to be, you want to be a radical saint, appropriately radical? Well, one of the things he's going to give you is public recognition. You're going to be a celebrity. Those Christians who rise to the high level of commitment, who gave God their all, not perfectly because none of us is perfect, but consistently wanted to serve Christ, love Christ, follow Christ. And even when they fell short, they bounced back to get in sync back with Christ. In heaven, those Christians who have exceeded the norm will have a name. And all the other Christians will point to, oh, did you see him? Did you see him? Did you see her? Look, look, look at that. Because God is going to give them divine approval and celebrity recognition. In John chapter 12, verse 26, Jesus says these words, if anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, my father will honor him. So your service to Christ will bring honor from God. This is not something every believer gets. This is something some believers get because of their service for Christ. He says, I offer that as a reward to those who've lost everything, who've left everything, but who have followed me. The challenge is to grow in your love for the Lord and to grow in your service to the Lord. And when those two things meet, you want to know him, but you want to serve him out of appreciation for him because you also want to be rewarded by him. Coach Bill McCartney, the originator of Promise Keepers, was the football coach for the University of Colorado great football coach and a strong Christian. He had a habit on game day, game weekend. He would call each one of his players into his office privately. He shared this at an event. He said, I call them in privately. And I only spent a few seconds with him, but I asked them one question. What can I expect from you today? Well, you, you, got, you got another team out there that's planning to beat you. So, so just tell me now so I know what to expect. What do I expect from you today? Every morning when you and I get up, Jesus is at, what can I expect from you today? Today, 
Are you going to love me? Today, are you going to follow me? Today, and if you fumble the ball, if you drop the pass, if you step out of bounds, are you going to get back in the game and start playing again as an overcomer? Because you're all in. You're committed in spite of sins and circumstances and adversities. You're all in. One of the most inspiring movies that I have ever watched is named Rudy. Many of you have seen the movie Rudy. Rudy is a working class, part of a working class family. His father works in the steel mill and he wants a better life than a steel mill life. Rudy wants to go to college and he wants to go to the University of Notre Dame. Rudy is a small, undersized guy, but he wants to do better with his life than what his father had. So Rudy Rudy makes his way through a series of events to Notre Dame. He then becomes the water boy for the football team. And Rudy decides, no, I want to play on the team. Now, Rudy doesn't qualify to get a scholarship. Rudy is a small guy. No special talent to speak of, no notoriety, but he wants to be on the team. So for four years, Rudy is on the team, but he doesn't get to play because he's undersized and there's no special talent to speak of. So he's there, but he's working hard every day. He's committed every day. He's doing his job every day. He's getting beat around because he's just a, uh, like, a, like a dummy to be used by the players in there, there, but he doesn't get to play in the game. They come to the last game of, the, of his senior year. He hadn't gotten to play for four years. They're down to a few seconds left in the game. And the team on the field start chanting, Rudy, 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 Rudy. And then the crowd picks it up. Rudy, 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 it gets louder and louder and louder and louder because everybody knows that Rudy has been there. Rudy has done the best he could even though there was nothing special about him and he deserved a little something before the last game ended. So the crowd breaks up and finally the coach has to give in with just a few seconds left. Just a few seconds left. Rudy has only got time to be in there for like two plays before the game is over. But because the crowd called so loudly for Rudy, the coach sent him in there. It didn't look like he was sure what to do, but on that next play, Rudy got to make the tackle. And the place went bananas because Rudy had his moment in the sun. Now, Rudy only had one moment in the sun. 
and that was the play at the end of the last game. But he had four years of consistency in the background. He had four years of faithfulness in the background. So Rudy, in the eyes of everybody, was was basically a nobody who had a special opportunity. But let me tell you something. None of those other players got a movie. (laughs) Only Rudy got a movie. So I just want you to know, even though nobody knows your name, even though you may be serving in the background, you may be a custodial help, you may be just somebody serving uh, the underserved, nobody may know who you are because you may seem small and insignificant, but there's coming a day when Jesus Christ is going to make everybody call your name and everybody's going to know who you are. You may never get to come up here, but because of who you are and who you serve, Jesus is going to make sure you rise on the platform and everybody is going to know your name because you knew his name and were not ashamed to be identified with Jesus Christ. Go get your reward beginning today. Dr. Tony Evans talking about the rewards the committed Christian can expect when they stand face to face with Christ. Of course, the first step toward that opportunity tomorrow is to accept God's free gift of salvation today. If you're ready to do that, Tony's here right now to tell you how to start. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can do that right now. Simply go to Him and acknowledge that you're a sinner in need of a Savior and that you're transferring your trust to Him alone because of His death on the cross and resurrection from the dead. In fact, I'm going to say a little prayer, and you can repeat it after me. You just have to mean it for yourself. Heavenly Father, I know I'm a sinner and that I can't save myself. I believe Jesus Christ, your Son, died on the cross in my place for my sin, and I now am trusting him alone to forgive me and to give me the gift of eternal life that he promised to give to anyone who came to him for it. Thank you for saving me and help me from this day forward to live a life pleasing to you. Congratulations. Welcome to the family. God bless you. If you prayed that prayer for the first time today, we invite you to visit Dr. Evans' website, TonyEvans.org, and click the link at the very top of the page that says Jesus. You'll find plenty of information and resources there to help get your new life headed in the right direction. Well, as I mentioned earlier, today's lesson is part of a brand new series called The Judgment Seat of Christ. Don't forget, for a limited time, we're offering the full-length version of all eight lessons in this series on CD or digital download, along with Tony's booklet, Winning Your Spiritual Battles. They're yours as our thank you gift when you make a donation to help us continue this ministry to a world desperately in need of the good news of Jesus Christ. Call us right away at 1-800-800-3222. Our resource center never closes, so don't wait. 1-800-800-3222. Or visit TonyEvans.org to make the arrangements. That's TonyEvans.org. You know, in the past 55 years, more than 150 Olympic medals have been stripped away from athletes or teams who broke the rules and were considered undeserving of their rewards. Well, tomorrow, Dr. Evans will share how, in a similar way, 
unfaithful believers can lose their rewards. Right now, though, he's back with this closing thought. Hello, family and friends. This is Tony Evans with The Urban Alternative. And I know this season can be difficult for many, many who have struggled with losses of various kind, maybe losses of loved ones, losses of opportunities, dreams that are not being fulfilled as you had hoped. And so you wonder, where can I find thanks? Things just don't look like I should be grateful right now. Well, you know, the Bible says in everything, give thanks, not for everything, give thanks. So even though you can't be thankful for your circumstances, I want you to trust God enough to be grateful in the midst of them and let God know that even though you don't understand and you may be hurting, you are grateful that you have a God you can appeal to who will meet you in this time of need. Happy Thanksgiving. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 